last time on the Skip and Josh podcast. Actually, the highlight for me wasn't even Tim Raines. The highlight for me was booing Bud Selig. Oh my God, you booed him so loud. You know, sometimes there's boos, right? You know, you can boo people. You've been at sporting events where people get booed, right? Mm-hmm. You've done the booing, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes. But the booing that you gave Selig was so passionate. It was so angry, you know? Because it was it, w- it was like 20 years worth of booing. Well, I did tell you on our last episode that I yeah. may get kicked out. Yeah, I that was you could have actually. You could have got arrested right there. The Skip and Josh podcast is on now. Josh? Hey, Skip. How's it going? Great. How are you? I'm good. Where are you? My house. Where are you? Well, where's your house, though? Montreal. Okay. Suburbs. Suburbia. I'm in uh, I'm in my condo in Toronto. Great. How is it in Toronto? Hot? It's very hot. I love it. Yeah. Finally, we got the hot weather here the last couple of days. So. Yeah, it's been great. Took till, mid- took till August for summer to arrive. Actually, no. July was good. Yeah. But it's rained every day. It rains every day here. Anyway, enough about that. So we, you know, we were busy in Cooperstown and we didn't really have a chance to like actually talk about, uh, while we talked about our love of baseball, we didn't talk about um, actual baseball. (laughs) No, and and this past, um, this past weekend while we were in Cooperstown uh, was also the trade deadline for Major League Baseball. So a lot of stuff happened. Right. All the deals were going down, you know, while we were there. Right. And so now... Um, if you weren't sure if, if your favorite team was a contender, you know, a buyer or a seller, uh, well, now you know because the buyers bought and the sellers sold. Right. And so if your team was one of the sellers, you're basically waiting for, waiting until next year now. So you, I mean, we're going to talk about like the teams that made big impacts, like big acquisitions, like the Yankees and the Dodgers, right? Mm-hmm. And even a little bit the Astros, but mm-hmm. Uh, what's the mood in Toronto with the Jays like right now? Well, I'm glad you asked because this is why I wanted to discuss this. I mean, there were still some fans up until a week ago who were holding out hope that the Jays could still make the playoffs. I said to you a few weeks ago, a month ago, (laughs) that even though, yeah, that even though I think they were seven and a half games out at the time that we were having this conversation um, and seven and a half, the truth is in two months is doable, but because there were so many teams they had to pass, I said, you know what? It's just not happening for the Jays this year. They might as well just unload any potential free agents or unload any of their, you know, aging players that, that aren't going to be useful next year because really they're just playing for next year. Now that's what right. I thought. I mean, they are only five and a half games out, but like they're six games under 500, you know, and there's, they don't seem to have, there, there's nothing telling you that they're going to get over 500. There's, there's no signs of life. Right. Team, and, right. And the reason they're, the reason they're only five and a half out is because after I told you that they didn't have a shot, um, they went and, they went and beat the Oakland A's four straight games. Right. The Oakland A's, right. Right. Which like makes their record a look stuff. a lot better than it was. Cause you win four in a row. It makes your record look much better. But again, it's the Oakland A's. Right. So, um, did you so, hear like Buster Olney on ESPN Radio? He he, like, was pretty hard on the Jays, and the, he was grading all the teams and what they did, and he gave them like a D minus or something. Well, I think I agree with him to a certain extent because I mean, okay, they traded Liriano, which I think was a good thing, and they traded Joe Smith, who you know whatever he's a free agent at the end of the year. 
Right. But they didn't unload Jose Bautista, which that could be because either A, nobody wanted him, or B, he wouldn't waive his no-trade clause. But, you know, it would have been nice if they could get something for him, even a draft pick. Right. Uh, because, I, I mean, he's having an awful year, and... I, if I'm the general manager of the Blue Jays, I don't want this guy on my team next season. Do you think it's a business decision in that, like, if they do trade him, even if it was for a bag of pot, a bag of balls, um, the the fans will stop coming because it's like they've really officially thrown in the towel. You know, they gave up Liriano, but that's like you know whatever you know. But Batista, it's like fans. I don't have know. An I think if you're, I think if you're an educated fan, you you would want him also not to be on the team no, next year I agree. because sure he's had a great you know, career with the Jays since he got there. Um, and he's done so much for the team, but he's past his prime now. And if you want to win next year, you need to get younger. Right. So, no, I, I agree. I think most educated, most educated fans would agree with you, but you know, when you have 40,000 fans there, that's not always educated fans. Like they want to still sell tickets. That's what... right. And, and, and the truth of the matter is a lot of the tickets for the next couple of months have already been purchased. Yes, that's right. Now, whether people actually show up and, and use their tickets or not, that remains to be seen, but a lot of them have already been purchased. Um, other, other moves I think the Jays should have tried to make, right. um, you know, I would have tried to maybe deal Kendris Morales, um, yeah. a, a nice player, and he's having a very good season, or let's say a good season. But again, the team that needs to get younger. Um, Do you think so, they were going to try to deal Tulowitzki, and then he got hurt on that Saturday? I don't know, but I, you know what? I would I would keep Tulowitzki because he's still under contract for a bunch of years. Yeah. So yeah. I, I actually, you know, you need a good shortstop. Yes, he gets injured every year. But you live with that with Tulowitzki in my mind. Okay. Um, I would have tried to trade Morales. I would have tried to trade Pierce. I would have tried to trade Justin Smoke, who was an all-star, I know. But if you think, listen, last year, Michael Saunders was an all-star and they didn't re-sign him, maybe because they didn't like the second half that he had, or maybe because they thought last year was a flash in the pan. If you thought Mike's, Michael Saunders was a flash in the pan last year, I'm telling you, Justin Smoke is exactly the same thing. There's no way he's going to duplicate these numbers next year. And if you could get something from him now while he's hot, then do it. Right. And I, I realize that would leave your your team depleted for the rest of the season. But again, you're playing for next year. So why does it matter? Take a look at some young guys that you have in AAA. Right. I think it makes sense. So like sticking with the NL East... You know, the Yankees made a big splash with Sonny Gray. Um, like, he's a good pitcher, and I feel like the Yankees are going for it, right? I mean, well, I mean, they're definitely going for it, but this is what bothers me about that trade. Great trade for the Yankees. Great trade. Yeah. My, uh, one of our Son- Twitter followers, who's a huge Yankees fan, he has the Twitter account called Deep to Left, the yeah. number two. So if you're a Yankees fan, I highly recommend you give him a follow. He was highly in favor of the trade. For sure, and you know why? Because Sonny Gray isn't even a free agent this off this off season. No, it was a good acquisition, right? Like, why are the Oakland Athletics trading away a guy who's still on the team for not just next year, but the year after? Yeah, they, I mean, they got two good prospects, and I guess they figure what they got is better. But I, see, this this is what I don't understand. I get it if he's a free agent, you know, in October, November, whatever. You want to unload him and get something for him, but yeah. he's not. Yeah. So, so I think the Oakland A's made a mistake. Yeah, uh, my, I think so too. My opinion. Who do you give the edge to right now in the NL East, the, the Red Sox or the Yankees? It's like they're practically tied, right? Well, it's funny. If you'd asked me this question 
24 hours ago, I would have said the Yankees for sure because they made moves. The Red Sox made some minor moves, but the Red Sox are in a bit of a tailspin. I, I still think they're going to make the playoffs, yeah. um, but the Yankees made the bigger moves and they're hotter right now. And um, the Red Sox just put Dustin Pedroia, the heart yeah. and soul of the team, on the DL. Uh, David Price is on the DL. So the Red Sox are going the wrong way. However, I don't know if you saw what happened in the Red Sox game last night. Um, it was a crazy game against Cleveland. It went back and forth. And I think in the eighth inning, the Red Sox had a two-run lead, which they blew. They yeah. gave up a run in the eighth and a run in the ninth off supposedly their two best relief pitchers. One of them was yeah. Kimbrell. Kimbrell, yeah, he blew it. Yeah. So he blew it in the top of the ninth. Um, but then they came back with their own victory, right? Cleveland took the lead in the top of the ninth uh, to make it 10-9. And then in the bottom of the ninth, the Red Sox have this crazy inning where there's two outs and... Um, there's a man on first, and I think the batter was uh, Moreland, the first baseman, or maybe he was DHing. I'm not even sure. Yeah. He strikes out to end the game. However, the yeah. catcher drops the ball, yeah. and it goes all the way to the backstop, Everyone's and Moreland safe. makes it to first base with no problem. Right. So the game should have been over, and now it's first and second with two outs. And the next guy homers, no? Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and they win the game. So, you know, that kind of a win can propel your team to do a lot of good in the next few days, weeks, and months. It would be a pretty good ALCS, right? Cleveland-Boston? That would be a good ALCS. Yeah. But I, I mean, Bill Simmons, like, you know he's the biggest Red Sox fan out there, right? Right. And he tweeted this week saying, um, "Are the Red Sox ma- is the Red Sox management the only people out there that actually think this team has a chance? Like, he feels that this team is not that good. Like he, he he doesn't have a lot of faith in them, and I think he's kind of waiting for the the losing streak to come. But I guess we'll see. Well, I mean, they've been in first place all season up until about a week ago, yeah, so yeah. you can't say that they don't have a good, good enough team to win. They have a well balanced team, you know. If David Price would remember how to pitch, like right. They... I mean, they have some injuries now, Price and Pedroia, and I don't know who else. Yeah. So you know, I mean, any team loses, you know, one of their top pitchers and one of their best hitters in the lineup, that's going to affect any team. Of course, of course. Um. You know, do they have depth? I mean, they called up uh, that guy Devers from from AAA. Yeah, he had a big impact right away, right? Yeah, you know, he's... He's hitting uh, everything that moves right now. So, I mean, good for them. But uh, I, I still think the Red Sox are going to make the playoffs. Hi there. Skip and Josh will be right back. To get in touch with them, you can send them an email to skipandjoshshow at gmail.com. You can follow them on Twitter at Skip and Josh, and you can visit their website at www.skipandjosh.com. And now back to the show. And then now moving to the National League, the big acquisition was the Dodgers. Like as if they need like more help, they're like what thirty games over five hundred. <laughs> yeah, and then they acquire possibly the best starting pitcher that was available. Yeah, Hugh Darvish. Hugh Darvish, who's the one who I predicted to be the Cy Young winner in the American League in our preseason show. Well, I he's, guess that won't happen now. No, but I mean, he's having a decent year, but he's not having a great year. I mean, his ERA is up over four. But but, I, still, but, I, but now any of his stats won't won't count for the American League anyway. Yeah, but I mean, he's still a quality starter, like and a, and a guy that in a big game could give you a big game, right? Like in a in an important game could give you a big outing, right? For sure, and, 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 and with the Dodgers losing uh, Clayton yeah, Kershaw, Kershaw, I don't know how long he's going to be out. Well, they're not sure. They say he's coming back soon, but it's his back, right? And Kershaw's had this nagging back injury for the last couple of years. So, you know, if Kershaw's not like 100% healthy going into the playoffs, like all of a sudden this like 
juggernaut Dodgers team is looking a little bit vulnerable. So Darvish is, I guess, is a little bit insurance for that, you know, because I don't know, can Rich Hill and uh, who's the other guy they have? Alex uh, Wood. Wood. Alex Wood. Like, can these guys keep doing what they're doing? Like, I don't know. I have no idea. But, you know, the 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 frustrating thing about being a baseball fan is that it doesn't matter if you're 30 games over 500 or 10 games over 500 or whatever it is because you could once lose. you once you make the playoffs it's a brand new ball game right Everyone i mean right now zero. yeah i mean right now like the the playoff spots look kind of locked in in the national league you know i mean you have the nationals for sure going to win the east and you have the dodgers for sure going to win the west right and you you don't know for sure what's going to happen in the central i mean the cubs have taken a step forward since the all-star break and they certainly are playing a lot more like the cubs that everyone expected right. so i mean let's let's say the cubs are going to win the central or there's going to be someone that's going to be in the playoffs from the central and that's it but the two wild card teams are going to come from the west right it's it's the rockies and um and the, and the Diamondbacks. And the Diamondbacks, right? They're both yeah. having great years, the Rockies and the Diamondbacks. So, you know, I don't know. If I'm the Dodgers and you have to play the, the D-backs in a playoff series, I don't know how comfortable I am. They're both very good teams. Yeah. You know? First of all, a wild card game, it's a one-game thing. Anything can happen. You know that. Yeah. So, and by the way, I misspoke, actually. The Red Sox are ahead of the Yankees in the standings right now. Well, I mean, it's been teetering by, like, half a game, one game here, half a game there. It changes every day, you know? Right. So, yeah. But uh, but last time we we looked at the standings on our show, mm-hmm. Minnesota was in first place in the Central, I think, and now they're in third. Right, and Milwaukee was first place in the in the NL Central. Correct, and now yeah. they're second. Yeah, the Kansas City Royals have caught fire, and they they've implicated themselves in the wild card race, if not the division race in the Central. You know, so, Agreed. Yeah, like you know, I'm a huge fan of the Royals. Are um, you? Well, I I, I I I like this Royals team of the last like four years. Um, I really like the team that made it to the World Series and won the World Series. I think like the makeup of the team was is so strong. Like the the way the team is constructed, you know, with like good starters and incredibly deep bullpen. I'm a huge fan of Wade Davis. Well, who's on the Cubs now, but he was on the Royals. Mm-hmm. And I just love Lorenzo Cain and Hosmer. I think Hosmer is like the biggest um big game hitter you know like you look at his stats and you're like yeah he's good you know but like when you get him to a playoff series and you watch this guy hit i mean he just grinds out the at bat they all their team they just grind it out at bats taking pitches waiting for the right pitch to hit wearing down the opposing starter and getting hit after hit after hit after hit so i just like their approach uh, as a team okay and i think lorenzo kane is like one of the greatest names in all of baseball history it's like Lorenzo Kane. It's like he's like either the starting center fielder for the Royals or he's like uh he's like a, some business mogul on Days of Our Lives, right? <laughs> like he's out of a soap opera, Lorenzo Kane. What kind of name is that? That's true. So I posted a Twitter poll mm. on uh if we just to to touch on the other some of the other trades. Uh what was the biggest impact trade so far in Major League Baseball? Darvish to the Dodgers, Gray to the Yankees, Lucroy to the Rockies. Or Liriano to the Astros. Mm. And I uh, actually got 25 answers, which is pretty hot. 26. Uh, yeah. Oh, 26. Okay. 40% Darvish, 40% Gray was in agreement. Like both both of those were ahead in the poll, and Lucroy and Liriano were, were way back. But like I get, like I said, like the Rockies think that they have a chance. So they went out and got Lucroy, who's a pretty good catcher. An underrated trade that uh, we haven't talked about 
was um, the Washington Nationals acquired uh, Brandon Kinsler, a closer from the yeah. uh, Twins. They got to try anything. Well, I mean, you know they needed a closer, and actually they got an all-star closer. So yep. we'll see how it goes for this guy in Washington. But pretty much anybody that the Nationals have tried as their closer in the last, I don't know, four or five years hasn't worked out. There's a curse. There's like some kind of curse on their closers. It's like sure. uh, goaltenders in Philadelphia. Because that right now, the way the Nationals are constructed, yeah, it's like goaltenders in Philadelphia. You're 100% right. Yeah. The the way their team is constructed, it's like the opposite of how most of the really successful teams of the last 10 years. Like if you look at some of the really successful teams, they're, a lot of them are based on extremely deep bullpens, not just a closer, but like guys that you can bring in and just shut the game down, right? Seventh inning, eighth inning, ninth inning, lefties, righties, all kinds of live arms. And yes, while they may have acquired a closer, but... I don't know. It's their bullpen is so thin and playoff games are so close. Like you need you need arms. And, yes, but and, they got two arms from uh they got two arms from Oakland a couple of weeks ago. No, I know they're so now they have what they think are their seventh, eighth, and ninth inning guys. Yeah, I don't know if I would trust that guy Doolittle. Can you trust a guy named Doolittle? Um, well, I guess you could. Maybe not in the ninth, but in the eighth you might be able to. I guess, yeah. The truth well, is, we'll see. The truth is the Nationals have bigger problems now because um, Max Scherzer left to start after an inning yesterday. So. Right. If he's injured, they're finished because Strasburg is like, you know, could go be out for the season at any moment. Right. You know? So, his next pitch is always the threat of his last, that is his last pitch. By the way, a team that I think uh, you were mentioning how um, the Jays got a D or D minus rating for their acquisitions or lack thereof at the trade deadline. Yeah. Another team that I think didn't do so well at the trade deadline was the uh, Houston Astros. Yeah, uh, I mean... You know, like, you see the Dodgers, who had the best record in baseball, acquire you Darvish. Right. Um, the Astros, who have the second best record in baseball, didn't do much. They got Liriano. Okay, that's fine. Um, but I don't know what else they did. But do you think it's because the Astros are looking at it from a different angle as these big market teams like the Dodgers? The Dodgers have the highest payroll by far. And they don't care who they get, and they don't care who they give up. So they are not so protective of their prospects because they just figure they're going to sign free agents. Whereas a team like the Astros, who you know three or four short years ago was the worst team in baseball, right by far. They like make think five years ago they lost. I think they lost a hundred games like three years in a row. Yeah, you know? you're right. It's it's definitely so, different in Houston than it is in LA. Yeah. The truth is, I I, don't, I mean the salary thing doesn't really matter because if you're going to acquire a guy even if he's the highest paid guy in the majors he's going to be gone at the end of the season in theory if he's a free agent so no you don't have to pay him next year but to give up your prospects i get it they didn't want to give up any of their prospects and i understand why because look at this great uh, organization that they've built right their team Um, is so good now and it's built on all the prospects that have all come of age so i think they're really like they're hesitant to, to make that move if they make let's say they make it to the playoffs this year right which they will and they make it to the World Series or they – whatever. Whatever happens, but they don't win the World Series. Maybe next year they're going to say, you know what? At the trade deadline, they're going to go make a splash because they're just going to say we're really going to like go all out, you know? But I think they want to give give their group that they have a chance like and, and let them be. I guess. And look, if they think – they do have the best record in the American League. So in theory, yeah, they're doing they, should be, right. they should be able to get to the World Series without having to make any additions to their team. Right. I still in think th- they're – yeah. In theory, in theory, I feel they are. I the the American League playoffs are going to be interesting. You know, Houston 
and the Red Sox and the Yankees and Cleveland. Like, you got some... Those are all interesting teams to watch, right? I, I can't... Like, no matter how the, the, the series, the permutations of the series come out and who faces who, like... It's going to be good. You know, it's well, going to be good. The the baseball playoffs in my mind are are usually almost always good. Yeah. And you know, we started our show last year in October. Um the first episode wasn't released until November, but we started our show uh at least recording it in October because right. October is such a crazy busy time of the year in sports. Oh, I mean the baseball playoffs are the incredible 6 weeks of of baseball. They're they're magical. Like for me, it's like it's incredible. And then, of course, October. You know, you have the hockey starting and the NFL in full swing. Right? It's great. You know. So now, obviously, it's still possible to make trades in baseball. If a guy clears waivers, he can still be traded. And I think today the Tigers put Verlander on waivers. Oh, they um, did. Yeah. Now, whether he clears waivers or not remains to be seen. Oh, I um, want to tell you something about Justin Verlander. Is it about his wife? Yes. Okay. So you know I follow her on Twitter and Instagram. As everybody should. Kate Upton. You should follow her. Yes. So while we were in Cooperstown, she was in Montreal. Are you kidding? (laughs) She was doing something with that Formula One e-race, you know, the electronic cars. Mm -hmm. She was there as a sponsor or publicity around that Formula One e-series race. You you shouldn't have gone to Cooperstown. I know. I was so mad. You should have stayed in Montreal. Like the last thing I would have done, even if I was in Montreal, was go to that electronic car no, no. race. You shouldn't yeah. have gone. Hashtag fail. Hashtag fail. <laughs> We're going to tweet out hashtag fail like Donald Trump. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Great talking to you. Okay. Talk to you later. The Skip and Josh podcast is over now. Don't worry. There'll be another episode soon. <laughs>